Welcome to Student Stories, a UAlbany podcast for you. My name is Jasenia. And I'm Jalen. And today we have some special guests. It's the rest of the podcast team. We have Chris, Yada, and Brandon. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Hi, my name is Chris. I am the marketing director. Um, I am a master's student here at UAlbany, and I study Spanish linguistics. And as a marketing director, obviously my job is to manage the marketing. So she's more like a, I don't know, a helper. <laughs> Hi everyone, my name is Yara. I'm also part of the marketing team. I'm a public health and Spanish major. And basically, like Chris said, I'm here to basically help him. I'm Brandon, and I'm kind of the man behind the scene editor, um, majoring in psychology, and kind of just oversee like everyone's voices and just the editing process. Yeah. He's the guy that does all the, the special stuff behind the scenes, all the, the magic after we like record and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for the listeners to get to know you guys. So why don't you guys go around and be like, or we can actually have like a super open conversation. What made you want to join the podcast team? Um, for me, obviously, um, I had I had done radio before at my undergraduate. Uh, so being kind of at the back end of things instead of being the personality was definitely a different experience for me. And it's something that I've always wanted to try. Um, I don't know about Yara, but marketing is kind of difficult in some ways. <laughs> so it's all about just like sending out a message. Well, uh, for me as a podcast listener, I always wanted to know how podcasts worked, basically. So I always wanted to like work behind the scenes. Um, and I know like marketing, like you said, is kind of hard, but I actually like it. For me personally, I was just always interested in like the community outreach that, uh, Professora Serrano kind of like told me about and like what the podcast kind of brings and after listening to a couple episodes I was like you know what this is something I'd be like very much interested in doing and I've had like previous experience with like editing just on a personal level with like friends just wanting like some audio recordings being edited and I had just the equipment to do it so I thought this was like a perfect opportunity to just keep doing what I like doing. That's really cool I didn't know you did like audio stuff before. Yeah, it was kind of just, like, random stuff or, like, friends trying to make, like, videos or videos for classes or even, like, you know, like, random songs that never came out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it was fun to do. SoundCloud rappers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was fun. It was good. Nice. So, Chris and Yohara, you guys mentioned that marketing was a little bit difficult um, just managing it. So, can you tell the listeners what exactly you do for marketing for the podcast team? Well, for me, I am mostly in charge of creating the titles and also kind of like refining in or writing the show notes, just like the description for the episode. Um, I don't mess with the timestamps usually. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I do. I'm in charge of the uh, timestamps and also like in charge of social media. So I'm mostly like in the creative side of things. You had us behind the scenes on our Instagram posting our pictures. Yes. <laughs> and what's the Instagram? You can go ahead and plug it. Oh, yeah. Sure. I will plug it in the... Like, oh, yeah. Something. Yeah, we can yeah. put it in the description. Yeah. yeah. Mental not to self. <laughs> not, not to self, yeah. So we're all in college, obviously. That's why we're here. So how has being on the podcast team and also juggling extracurriculars and other classes been for you guys? How was your experience this semester? Um, for me, I've been doing a lot this semester. I am a master's student. I was taking my master's exams this semester. 
Um, in addition to that, I was a TA. They asked me to be a TA a day before the semester even started. So that was an interesting transition. And I guess with, in regards to like the classwork, I guess I just kind of take it one day at a time and I don't really stress about the kind of like day-to-day like, oh, this is what I have to do next. It's more like, oh, this is what I have to do exactly today. Yeah, I feel like that's a good way to kind of get through the semester. Like, that's what that's what I've been trying to do, at least. Because if you get get ahead of yourself, it can be so overwhelming to be like, oh, I have these, like, five projects all at once. I feel, yeah, I feel like that's good advice. Yeah, I also have been doing that this semester. I actually am part of two e-boards. Um, I'm the treasurer for the Spanish club and the PR chair for LMSA. That's the Latino Medical Student Association at the campus. Um and yeah, I'm also a full-time student, so it has been a lot. And obviously, I'm also part of the marketing team. So yeah, but I think being like engaged in like the whole college experience has been like great so far this semester. I'm definitely going to be like doing something similar next semester. I hope. Yeah, for for me, I'm like finishing up college for the first time, like graduating. So that's really fun, but trying to manage at the same time just finishing up finishing strong and then also the podcast and then i'm also president of a organization called psychi like international honors society for psychology um and i'm trying to like pass down the torch to the next group and like trying to set everything up so it's been like a little stressful but it's been manageable because like again it's been last semester i haven't had as many like hard classes or anything so it's been nice to just kind of like cruise along and just enjoy the like last moments I have here before I have to like be like a proper adult in like society now. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of scary, right? You have to like, I mean, you're adulting now because it's like you're independent, but like when you're not in school and adulting, it's like, oh, like this is like the real world. Yeah, it's like hard. Like you're out in the real world. So it's like, okay, so what do I do now? Like you're so used to the routine of waking up, going to class, doing work and doing this. Now you're like, finding a job and going to work and being there for like seven hours a day or so. So it's a new transition after graduation. It's mm-hmm. scary, at least for me. Yeah. I'm not even graduating, but, you know, I'm still thinking about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have like so many conversations with my mom just being like, she's always asking like, okay, so what are you doing next? What's what's the job you're having? Like, what's the plan? Because it's like, now I don't have like a schedule. You don't have classes. You don't have like a routine. You make your own routine based on whatever you want to do and whatever field you want to go into with whatever you majored in. So it's like total liberty to do whatever you want now. So it's kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, we've been in school for like the majority of our lives. Like since like, I don't know, since I was four years old. I don't know how old you guys were, but like I'm 21 now. Like that's like my whole life. (laughs) And so it's kind of like you take away this thing and it's like, who who, who the hell am I? Like, what do I like to do? Literally. Um, But... So what is what is the plan, Brandon? Us like interrogating you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the plan is I'm going to graduate. I have a job interview actually really soon, just for a place nearby. Oh yay! And I'm planning on coming back, working a couple years, getting experience in like the psych field, research, and hopefully applying to PhD programs. Nice. Mm. Oh, cool. That's a nice plan. Yeah. So it's just kind of more working and like building that CV, the experience, the resume getting those, like, recommendation letters and stuff. But, yeah, got stuff, like, set in stone, kind of planning around it. That's really awesome. What is the job that you're interviewing for? 
Um, it's like a mental health therapy aid, so it's kind of just like working for um, patients in a hospital in the psychiatric center. That's really cool. So um, my future plans are a little, little bit more nebulous. I don't have anything planned out. Um, I hope to return at UAlbany for my PhD program in Spanish linguistics again. Um, I hope to publish something by the end of the first year, but like, you know, it is what it is. Um, the end of the first year? Don't yeah. people take like many years to publish their dissertation? Yeah, the dissertation is like a 300 plus page like document that like, this is everything that I've learned, including things that I've like read from other people. And this is the, the, the research that I've generated. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to publish a part of it. So like little by little, you start to like include stuff that would be part of your dissertation. And like, no one's going to say like, oh, you're plagiarizing yourself by citing your own work. Mm. And like, you can, you can talk about like different things with like the corpus that you've gotten. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I'm talking way too much about it, but, um, I really hope to like get more into like the SLA side of things. Mm-hmm. I'm not really one to study like Markle syntactic features or like try and like go into the middle of the Amazon like that one guy did and mm. like study the Spanish of like oh yeah quite a rural um, community who was it Fafulas Fafulas yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um that's really cool though uh I feel like that's a really ambitious goal but that's really cool if you'll be able to like achieve that but I didn't know that that was even really an option to publish like in parts yeah you you, you can do that hmm. That's nice. Have you ever thought about studying abroad since you just mentioned someone like going to the Amazon and um, studying linguistics? Have you thought about it yourself? Studying abroad when you're in your doctorate is really strange and really weird because like you're not you're not taking the classes that you th- think you would take. Mm-hmm. Um, I did do a study abroad though. I went to Puerto Rico for a month Ooh. in 2020 to 2021. Like it was like during the winter break. Um, unfortunately, there was a lot of earthquakes and, like, there was a solid, I want to say, like, 33% of the time that we did not have power. Oh, wow. Was that during, um, Hurricane Maria? Mm, no, it was, like, it was, like, Earth- a year I'm so afterwards. Sorry. you said earthquakes. Not, yeah, earthquakes. Not <laughs> um, earthquakes. Hmm. Yeah, um. Do they name earthquakes? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, no. no, I thought they did. <laughs> if I were to name it, I think I would name it like, I think like Timothy. <laughs> Earthquake Timothy. Earthquake Timothy. And Puerto Rico. What did Timothy do? Well, I just I just feel like, well, Timothy ruined like some like really nice geological form- formations on the ocean. So mm. very Timothy behavior. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it was definitely a learning experience for me being like. This is, I'm living a part of history right now. This is mm-hmm. me in a situation where I'm both unfamiliar and also, like, <laughs> like in potentially, it wasn't like I was in danger, but, like, there was still, like, that threat of, like, oh, yeah, we're, like, in a situation we really don't want to be in right now. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to have other people going through the same scenario. So if you're, like, going to go to study abroad, as much as people say, like, oh, you'll find yourself. Sometimes you'll just find other people who can help you find yourself. Mm. I'm still friends with them. I recently went to one of the girls' birthday parties. She lives in uh, Massachusetts. Nice. That's really cool. I plan to study abroad this summer, actually. Um, I'm going to go to Costa Rica to take a Spanish class over there. But 
I mostly thought about studying abroad because that was one of my goals in high school um, for choosing a specific college. I said, I need to make sure the food is good, it's not too far from home, and I can study abroad. Mm. <laughs> so uh, this is my last summer in undergrad, so I said, you know, let's take the risk. So, like, I applied, and then I got in, and I was like, whoa, this is, like, crazy. So It's going to be hot. It's going to be super hot. Like, in Costa Rica right now, it's, like, 70 degrees. So, I could just imagine in June. It's, it's going to be so hot. Yeah, I believe that. I think you're going to have fun, though. Yeah, I hope so. Thanks. They have really awesome, um, like, beautiful wildlife in Costa Rica as yes, well. Yes, the mm-hmm. biodiversity in Costa Rica is so wonderful. They take up about, I think, 5% of the biodiversity there. Um, in that country and then also they're very sustainable so like mm. they care about their their environment mm-hmm. and they take care of their endangered their endangered species over there so it's going to be a, a nice interesting process because i've never been far away from home for that long so mm. we'll mm-hmm. see i'm excited for you and Thank you're gonna you. meet like so many fun people like how chris met like those like the girls that he met yeah, yeah. that's so fun maybe you'll make like lifelong friends yeah I hope so. Cross my fingers. What city are you going to in Costa Rica? I'm going to San Jose, so the capital. Oh. I'll be right in the middle. It's one of the more hustle-bustle cities. What what do you mean by that? It's like, it it moves a lot faster than Albany. Mm. Oh, for sure. (laughs) I'm from the the rural part of western New York. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's something that I noticed, like, coming up here, people... I mean, for me, Albany is a big city, because I'm from Flemington, New Jersey, not that many people... Uh, live there um but yeah albany for me is a city but like there are cities that are bigger than albany obviously but yeah i don't know where i was going with that but i hope someone says <laughs> really is, i hope it's fun that's so interesting because i'm from new york city from the bronx so i consider this like a town feel because it's so like small and it's not as big and lively as new york city so that's what i consider it it's a town that's like Rodeada de, de two highways. <laughs> no, really? That's, yeah. No, you could really get anywhere in Albany just on the two highways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I know that you're not graduating, but, like, do you have any, like, what are your goals in life, like, in your career? I know that's, like, a heavy, that's a heavy question. <laughs> I actually don't have, like, any plans, you know, like, set on stone, but, I mean, in the future, I want to become an interpreter, and then possibly I want to go to math school. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a, you know, <laughs> very far future from now. Yeah. I mean, not really, but yeah. I still have one year, so I definitely want to like study abroad, like you said. I also want to go to Costa Rica because they say that they have like one of the best coffees there. Oh. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually want to try that and possibly Spain as well, but I don't know. Let's see what the future brings. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to go for it. You'll be surprised. Um, just like throughout the whole process, like me, like I was doubting myself a little bit, but I was like, no, I want to make this happen. So it could work for you too. I was so upset. I never got to study abroad because I, my freshman year was like, they sent us home with, because of COVID obviously. Mm-hmm. And then now that I'm in my, like, you know, like I'm in grad school, they don't, you can't really, like, there's not that many programs where you would get credit or anything. So I'm so sad that I missed out on that opportunity, but I'm really glad that you'll be able to do that maybe. Um, what kind of interpretation do you want to do? Because I want to be an interpreter, too. Mm-hmm. I want to do medical interpretation. Mm, that's really hard, medical interpretation. <laughs> yeah, you have to get, like, a whole certificate and everything. 
Um, but it's really important. Yeah, I'm actually in the process to like you know get the certificate. I already took the training hours; they were terrible, but I passed them. <laughs> oh, you did already? Oh yeah. God. So where? Um, it's actually like a class that they give here. Where? The Spanish department. When? I want to <laughs> take this class. <laughs> Damn. It's um, Lauren's class. Uh, medical interpretation. Like, you can count them as your training hours. Did you do that this semester? Last that was semester. Last semester. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm so jealous. I'm, I'm so jealous. Myself. Damn. Hmm, that's so interesting. Well, maybe we can do it next semester. Fall. No, I already signed up for classes. Uh, I don't it's not it's not being it. offered. It's just really sad. I'm taking what am I taking? Language and ideology with Sayahi. I think that one's gonna be fun. Um, something with sorry, Prophet Chris. <laughs> I don't know the name of this class, but it's like film, like Latin American film or something, which I think will be fun. Yeah, I think I'm taking the same classes as you. Mm. Yeah. Yay. We'll see each other. I'm taking the one with Sayahi as well. Oh, you're taking the knowledge? Oh, yeah. oh, yay. It'll be like podcast group. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what what class is Serrano teaching? teaching? I don't know. Um, I think it's like the otherworldly, something similar to that. That's cool, though. No, I, I, think, could, I could be wrong. Yeah, it's science fiction, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes, science oh. fiction. That's exactly That one sounds fun, too. Yeah. Sorry, profe. <laughs> <laughs> well... To be fair, I haven't looked at the schedule yet. <laughs> um, I just have a question for you, Hannah. How do you how do you take your coffee? Oh my god, <laughs> I'm actually really picky with my coffee. Like, basically, I like it like black, but I actually like go to Starbucks a lot and like get a, you know the lattes and stuff like that. So I don't know. That's a hard question for me <laughs> because That's a good I question. yeah I actually like like you know Dunkin' caramel latte. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one better than the Starbucks one, surprisingly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that people don't like Dunkin' very much, but... I don't, I don't like... like the... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I don't, I don't like hot coffee. Oh. Like, it's very bad. It's not that I will... There was a time, probably in, like, my first semester of, like, being at Albany, I would drink hot coffee in the morning, but now I just, like... Now that I know that I have, like, 500 different little um, ice cube trays, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to drink hot coffee anymore. Hmm. I'm the kind of person where I'll drink iced coffee in the winter and hot coffee in the summer, and people are like, what are you doing? And like, <laughs> you, you don't get it. Like, this is the, the elite type, like, way to drink coffee. <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing. Oh, fun fact. I didn't know that iced coffee was a thing. Because I used, to wow. live in, <laughs> I used to live in DR. So when I came here and I saw, like, iced coffee for the first time, I was like, what is this? <laughs> Was like a culture shock. Thing. Yeah, that that leads me that leads me to a, a fun fact about Puerto Rico. Um, if you if you order like cafe helado, like you think it means like ca- cafe cafe coffee helado, like iced. Mm-hmm. It is not iced coffee. What is it? It is, you know, like the you know, like the Dunkin' Donuts like coffee culata thing. I don't go to Dunkin'. Oh yeah, like you, like frosted basically. Yes, like it is. It is like a blended coffee drink. Interesting. And oh. it, it's it's like a little bit smoother than something you would get at like um, Dunkin' Donuts, but it's very good. Um, I'm sure it has a lot of caffeine. Mm. Very sugary. Mm. But if you like want like an iced coffee, you have to order like cafe iced. Oh okay. So like wow. they're they're particular about the. <laughs> The way they, they talk about things. Yeah. I think every country has, like, its own way that they do coffee. Like, if you go to France, like, I was in Paris, if you ask for, like, an iced coffee, they will laugh straight in your face. And because, like, that's, 
they call it like the like big co- like the coffees that we drink here are like ginormous compared to like all other countries mm-hmm. like what are the sizes in in the u.s like it's crazy <laughs> i think my favorite coffee that i've ever had i went to miami and they have like a lot of like cuban culture down there and my favorite thing has been i think it's called the colado where it's like two shots or shots of espresso and a crap ton of just sugar in it mm-hmm. and you just drink it after dinner and it's mm. it just it's so nice it's so smooth it's lovely it tastes so good and it's a good like dessert without feeling like eating dessert hmm. yeah. i think i think that's much better than what an aperitif would be yeah you know, you know what those are you're saying in France, yeah, it's cheese, no? At the end. No, no, no. Well, oh, before, yeah, it could they be. Have, like, it could be have, cheese, it but it's usually cheese. something else. Oh, it's usually alcohol. Oh, yeah, no. I don't... Yeah, who, t- who wants alcohol after a meal? I don't know. I like a shot of limoncello. It's like... Oh. It's way too much. <laughs> That's interesting. I didn't know they did that. I guess I'm the only one here that doesn't drink coffee. Oh, Are you a yeah. tea drinker? I am a tea drinker. I just got into teas because I hated teas. I was forced to drink tea because, you know, the the span of like 2020 like my my grandma was like drink your tea and like she would like blend all these herbs and it tastes disgusting so like i hated tea Mm -hmm. but then when i got here um i would go to starbucks and i'll get a chai latte i love chai like i'm obsessed guys like i make it at home (laughs) i make my own chai with my i buy my own vanilla syrup and all that good stuff but now obsessed with argo tea in the lc Mm -hmm. I go there, like, every single day. Like, they have me in a chokehold. So I drink, like, I really like black teas. So mm-hmm. I drink chai. I drink Earl Grey. Argo has, like, this new drink called, like, a red velvet drink. But it's, like, a red chai. Tastes oh. really good. And I drink my teas iced. Like, all year round. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Even when it's cold, I'll get, like, an iced chai. And it just hits different. Yeah. Have you been to a short and stout? No, what is that? Oh my god. It's a like a bubble tea place, but mm. they are, like specialize in like really good quality tea. Um and they have like a whole like lo- like loose leaf tea section Ooh. and their chai their chocolate chai blend. There's chocolate chai. Chocolate chai, girl. No. It's so delicious. Oh my god. You need to try it. I have to try that. Oh Actually I'll give you some. I have like a big bag. Oh like I'll, I'll give you some. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really I'm not really a big tea drinker. Um but there was a there was there was a portion of time in my like undergraduate undergraduate because I lived at home, I would like eat like really spicy noodles like mm-hmm. Korean noodles, and then I would drink like three cups of Earl Grey tea. The things it did to my stomach, it felt cold. <laughs> oh, it was not good. Don't do it. <laughs> like the you know like the the feeling of like cold in your stomach. And it's just like, I mean that's never happened to me, but like I'm sure it feels really weird. <laughs> it does. It does. Well, I'm glad you're fine. Oh, yeah. I said I, I lived. I survived. <laughs> so being on the podcast so far, what has been everybody's favorite episode this season? I'll start first, I guess. Um, The last episode that we just recorded, um, who is it with? I just want to... Yeah, yes. Absolutely loved it. When I was recording it, I it kind of like hit me with all the things that she was saying about like, especially like... She talked about, like, moving out and, like, being independent and being on your own. And you can figure it out no matter what you do. You just have to go for it. Kind of like what you were saying before, too. Like, those things. I was stressing early in the semester. Like, senior year, don't know what I'm going to do. And then I was like, I can just 
do it. And it's like, what am I going to do? I don't know, but I'm going to just do it. Mm-hmm. And that episode sat with me for so long. I like finished recording, uh, editing the episode and I sat there and I was just like, it sunk in that like what she was saying is like so valuable. And it reminds me of like this show, this like podcast is so valuable for like the community and who, whoever listens to it and the things that we say and the people we have on here, like it just creates an impact. So it's really cool to like experience it just on my own as well and that we get to share this. For sure. I really loved her episode too, just for the, for the exact reason that you said that like she, yeah, I really admire Johnny Beth. I hope she listens to this because she is like really like a, <laughs> a, a uh, she's like a really strong person, very independent, very motivated. Um, she works a lot. And she, she talked about that a little bit in her episode. And yeah, it's just really admirable that she's been able to like be independent and like be almost like a role model for people who are kind of afraid like you. Um, Brandon and me too I'm afraid to be an adult um, but yeah you can just do it and you gotta have like faith in yourself okay I guess that my favorite episode was the first one just because I was in the recording but the recording room when it happened and I don't know I just like never knew about like the Garifuna community it was so interesting to me um, and also like the passion that you had like when you were talking about your talent show mm-hmm. yeah I really loved that was just oh and also like it was the first time that i actually saw like how a podcast was created so it was just like really interesting to me i don't know i just I, and even i i listened to that episode like three times <laughs> just because i liked it oh yeah. i feel touched <laughs> yours was my favorite too to be honest because i felt like i learned so much and that was kind of like the first time that you and i had like sat down and talked and i realized that you're like this like super like bubbly charismatic person and it was just really nice to talk to you and like learn about your culture Aww. thanks guys not to pile on to the praise but your episode is my favorite i loved it it was I, when I was listening to it, I listened to the raw audio. By the way, there was there was nothing. So at some point, there was like there was like, oh, can we start that over again? <laughs> and I'm like, and I, was, I was like taken out of the moment, and I was like, I had to wait for like to to go back. And I was like, and then it just it even then it still gave me chills. Like you talking about like your passion and like the thing that you did when you were so young and like how the like that has basically altered your brain chemistry forever. Mm. That is that is amazing, and it is so incredibly cool that you decided to share that with us with with such a large audience too Mm -hmm. thanks guys um just recording that episode afterwards i felt very proud of myself because one i wasn't expecting to record an episode it was professorano that encouraged me to do it she's like oh this would be so great to share with everyone and i'm like okay i think so and then (laughs) you know i did it and i felt very proud of myself afterwards and like i shared it with my family and like extended family and I was getting a lot of messages and stuff um like um words of encouragement and like praise for it as well and um a lot of people in my community was basically saying that I was like a good representation of like sharing our story out there so very proud of myself um and thanks for the praise guys I appreciate it what did your family say about it um, my mom was, like, very proud of me. She was crying on the phone. She was like, oh, my God, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> um, and then I also shouted out, like, the person that was sponsoring me and, like, the company that was sponsoring me during my beauty pageant. And she sent, like, a recorded voice note. And she was like, I'm very proud of what you did and, like, the courage that you had. And you're a good representation for us and, like, the community and just, like, spreading awareness 
because our community is so small, so, like, not a lot of people know about us, especially, like, just Afro-Indigenous people in Latin America, period. So, yeah, that's what they were saying. That's awesome. You should feel really proud that you were able to, like, broadcast your culture like that. Thanks. <laughs> it was a hard hitter first episode. I think so, yeah. 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 You just came straight out the gate, like, yeah. running at, like, 50 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite episode... um, was the episode with Colin and him talking about his experience being in a military school and then also just, like, growing up in the Albany area and just being here as, like, a little boy, um, just, like, on campus because his parents worked here and him being here on campus as well as, like, a regular student. So that was, like, very interesting just to learn about, like, a whole different type of upbringing and like a military lifestyle because I have family um that are veterans and I still have cousins that um are military children like they move all the time so just hearing like his experience of like just going to military schools um was interesting for me so I like that one yeah I feel like you don't really hear a lot about that um at least I mean where I'm from I think there is like a military school but it's I don't at least for me it was I had never really heard about it and I didn't quite understand like the purpose behind it, but Colin was really like open to answering questions and he was really insightful, like talking about how it just kind of provides structure and discipline and kind of like community and brotherhood, I think is like the word that he used about it. So to kind of wrap up the episode, guys, if you had to describe your experience in the podcast using only one word, what would it be? That's really hard. <laughs> like <laughs> Empowering. I think it was very empowering, just, like, hearing everybody's story, like, from beginning to end, um, and, like, just being part of this, like, little group that we are, and, like, uh, the prophet's, like, support and everything, like, just hearing everybody's story is just empowering, point blank. Yeah, I would say um, unique, um, just listening to all the stories, like, all of them had, like, a singular, like, part in the season like it was something different every episode so i just think that it was really creative too because like people had the chance to like talk about their stories and you guys like helped them like get their story and their point across so yeah i would say unique i will be different i'll say grounding hmm. um i feel like especially like listening to the podcast and like being able to like have like a more creative role in the podcast um in comparison well i got you guys are creative too everybody's creative but <laughs> i got to use my words a little bit more um it was definitely interesting to be like well this is someone else's story and i'm just using some very very short words to, to basically re like reduce like a large portion of their life into like one paragraph mm -hmm. it's like it's grounding yeah, I can definitely see why that would be hard. I've never had to do that because I've always been the host. But yeah, that's really cool. And yeah, I can see why that would be grounding. I would say for me, uh, the word I would use is impactful. Because um, everybody's stories are very impactful. And it's always going to stick with me, I think, all the stories that I've heard. And it's and I, this is like kind of cheating, but I feel like I would also say it's eye-opening. But eye-opening is two words. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because, yeah, I, I'm pretty introverted in my everyday life, and I don't really, to be quite honest, I don't really like meeting new people because it's kind of stressful. Um, but when I'm sort of forced to do it, I realize that I do kind of like it because you get to hear so much about a person's personality and their life, and you realize, like, 
people are just as complex as you. You know, it kind of gets rid of that protagonist syndrome that I'm sure we all have. I would describe my experience as memorable. It was just a good experience overall. I didn't feel like this was like a task. It just felt mm-hmm. like leisure, extracurricular. Like it was fun to do. Um, just like finding the people and like doing like a mini interview and figure out what story they want to share with us. And then actually sitting in the recording room and like going through the process before we start recording and then we when we record and then we always like speak with the guests afterwards just like get to know them so just overall it was just like memorable and it was fun yeah we did that (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you guys so much for sharing your thoughts and sharing with the listeners like a little bit more about you guys that are behind the scenes um and to the listeners this is going to be the last episode of this season thank you so much for listening with us and we'll see you next season bye